Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Play Pause Media Podcast. Uh, it is Tuesday, July 27th, almost said June, it's fine, and uh, we are your hosts, Steph, Matt, and Alex. And this week, we have a very, very special guest with us, Zach Schaefer of Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. We all know him from different phases in our lives. It's kind of weird, but uh, yeah, we're super stoked to have him here today. Hello, Zach. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me on. Any time, my friend. How is your week going? It's only Tuesday, so there's not a- probably a lot to talk about, but how are things? Oh, we've been pretty normal. Like, unfortunate enough, I've been stuck at work pretty much most days, every days, but it's always like a grab bag of what you get. That works. That works. Same with me. Um, so yeah, my week has also been quite normal. How about you guys? Oh, this is awesome. when we come this in. Is... Yeah, that's this is where the rest <laughs> of us come in. Oh, uh, I mean, we are. Uh, my life. I doesn't told you it was change. awkward every time, guys. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I do this. We we just want to see you try. We want to see you get better. That hasn't happened yet. Well, it can only get better, I guess, in, in a sense. Right? I'm just counting down to the weekend. It's a long weekend. I'm very excited. I recently was looking into it because I have a lot of uh, people I work with that are in different like time zones and provinces and countries. And I was like, I don't understand why almost every province in Canada has Monday off, except Quebec. But then also every province in Canada decided to call this holiday a different name. <laughs> so like... If you're in Manitoba, it's the Terry Fox Day. But if you're in Nova Scotia, it's Nova Scotia Day or Civic Holiday in Ontario. Like, why? Why can't it just be one name in Quebec? Why you always got to be like I didn't even know it was called Civic Holiday here. (laughs) That was actually the only thing I knew that it was just called the Civic Holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like Family Day. Like, we're like, it's it's the newer ones, right? That they just call, Family Day is only called Family Day in Ontario, I'm pretty sure as well back in uh whatever month that's in um february february yeah so i think it's just whatever they want to call it and the quebec just doesn't care about people having holidays off so well they have their own days <laughs> off they've got like saint john baptiste day and other things going on like they do their own thing you yeah, know i know it's montreal they, they do they're French not even allowed in a lot of contests anymore <laughs> either so what they can't even win yeah a lot of contests don't include quebec it's funny i don't know why but yeah Ah, screw the French, I guess. Um, <laughs> Except for the Habs, right? Well, they can stay. They're screwing themselves right now, so that's their own problem. But I don't uh, even want to talk about it. Sports. I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> you you brought it up. We can go down this uh, this really scary road. It's okay. They, they decided to go. I'm down. good. <laughs> we'll save that for play we'll... pause sports, which is a yet to be created podcast. <laughs> Yeah, you're starting it, Matt, and you only don't even you only watch one sport. So. Oh no! <laughs> so have fun with that. I don't. Even... Yeah. Good luck with that. 
Well, let's dive in a little bit. Um, so, Zach, you're new to the podcast here. I'm looking in your background there. I see a whole bunch of, like, gaming memorabilia. It looks like a lot of retro stuff. Um, I'm obviously, like, if anybody's listened to this podcast, I'm a huge Nintendo fan. Uh, Mario Kart is my jam. Uh, and Super Smash Brothers, I dare you to challenge me at. Um, tell Ooh. us, what's all, what's going on with this uh, this collection of yours? Where did it all start? Where did it begin? Tell it to us like you've um, never what? told anybody it before. Uh, all right, I'll drop it. So, well, some things I, I just kept since I was a kid. For whatever reason, I don't know why, but I just love Super Nintendo. To this day, I would argue it's still a better system than most like new-gen systems that come out. There's so many different great, great uh, different games, different genres. Absolutely great. Uh, but when I, I used, lived in England for a couple of years, and when I came back, I had to make a whole bunch of cash. So it was a long trip. I was there for law school. I had to more or less recoup. And it's all old video games all the time. Just find off a Kijiji, find something every couple of days, every couple of weeks, and take out what I want, resell the other things, and just rinse, repeat, keep going. And at a certain point, it got out of hand because I would just keep certain things that I like. <laughs> I love where I'm just, oh, I really want to keep this at first. Then I was like, yeah, why not? I'll keep this too. And like, the, I'll keep this too pile got like a little bit larger. And until when I finally bought my place, I finally got to put everything up. And it was more of like a scary thought at first. Because you finally get to see it, and it's just all there. <laughs> so like you realize, like, what? Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty well. Like Super Nintendo, I always was a little bit silly built. The other thing just got out of hand. But after when I saw it, I'm like, oh, hmm, okay. <laughs> I didn't really learn to, to appreciate still, Super Nintendo until like much later on. Like my cousins had Nintendo, and I was always like into like Blades of Steel and uh, obviously Duck Hunt and whatnot. And then I kind of skipped Super Nintendo, and I went straight to Nintendo 64, and I got into all those games, GoldenEye, Smash Brothers, you know, Super Mario 64. And it wasn't until much later that I came back, and I was like, oh, I need to play, like, uh, like Super Metroid and, like, Legend of Zelda, uh, like, so many of these games that just completely skipped and passed me by Donkey Kong Country. Um, I know, Ram, you're, you were a massive fan of Super Nintendo as well. Um, how do you guys feel about, yeah. like... The like Nintendo Classic, like the Super Nintendo Classic that came later. Did you pick one of those up, Zach? <laughs> well, it's funny they mentioned like Donkey Kong Country. Still have it to my this day in my childhood copy. If you turn around on the back, my mom wrote my name <laughs> on it. Why? I don't really know because I didn't really bring it outside of the house. So like just <laughs> losing it within our own home and being like, "Whose is this?" But that is like the a great game. It's fun. It's two player. Great music too. Music is like a very underrated thing mm. with a lot of like mm-hmm. systems. The soundtrack to Donkey Kong Country is probably my favorite thing. The intro to that game was just the best. I feel like we've talked about this on the on the podcast before, but it was always one of my favorites. It was the one that I let play out the full thing every time. Like I, I didn't I didn't fast forward through that shit. Play it. The the for the audience who uh, can't see Zach's uh, background, it is literally four or five bookcases or whatever cases you want to call them, about full of video games from the retro games and 64s, whatever else he's got in there. And all I can think about is how how Matt's brain is, like, malfunctioning right now because (laughs) this is the dream that he wants, and Zach, you are living it. So, I mean, kudos to you for destroying that. There's, like, a seat, like, right here. Amazing. Hey, I'm just going to pop right over there. <laughs> I, uh, my, like, only, like, fancy Nintendo, like, memorabilia is my uh, blue shell that I won from a, uh, a, like, an official Nintendo Mario Kart conference, uh, competition a little while back, a couple years back. And I, I had to, you know, wrestle it from some, like, 
14 year old and I did not feel bad about that at all. Uh, <laughs> I saw him put up the high score and I was like, all right, I'm taking you down. There's 20 minutes left in this competition. It's mine. <laughs> Horrible. Just ruining children's <laughs> dreams, man. I would have done the and same thing. And now you have a child. So and now I have a luck. child. And, you know, I have to like ruin his dreams until he earns the ability to beat me in video games. So. <laughs> Sad that this is what our generation has become, but <laughs> um, I, I, mean, I don't it's know. Fair. So, I Ram, it. I sent this to you earlier this week, but Zach, I'm curious if you heard about this. Being that you're a big Super Nintendo fan, um, there's this thing called Super Meaty Pack. It's just supermeatypack.com, spelled with a K, not a C, um, and it allows you to plug into your Super Nintendo and use it as a meaty um synthesizer oh i saw that and yeah you hook it up as like keyboard and you can play it exactly yeah yeah it's like 100 bucks us um they're accepting pre-orders until october 15th of this year and like it looks sick like it just plugs right into the cartridge slot you've got two three and a half inch um midi type a outs and ins it's got a single usb port and boom you just connect up the keyboard and you can start using it your super nintendo as a, a like unlock like hidden potential as like a midi synthesizer Oh, it's actually insane that you say that. It's really cool because, like, I have the Miracle Piano, which I didn't realize at first. You can also just use it as like, <laughs> a keyboard separately away from the Super Nintendo. But to me, it's so neat, like the capability of what they can do. That's why I said top system, even to this day. Like, cool, you have like a Blu-ray player, or whatever. But like, I could play keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the old Game Boy camera. The... <laughs> it's like whoever wanted to print any of these photos off and actually like use them for anything. <laughs> Every photo is just a photo of like your face to it. Yeah. Not, um, <laughs> Very grainy. Like, oh man. Two tone map of your face. Enjoy. Cool. Give it to your grandma. Signed by Jerry's now. <laughs> um. Yeah. I unfortunately gave my Super Nintendo away not too long ago. Uh. So it's a bit of a Bit of a sad time for Steph Ramsahai, but that's okay. I never played it, so <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have a tube TV anymore that it could hook up to, and I'm not cool enough to know how to jerry rig it to like a flat screen TV. So it went Excuses. to the thrift store. <laughs> you know, actually speaking Allo. of that, um, there's a like an HDMI adapter that you can get for. I know you can get it for N64s. I don't know what other like retro consoles you can do it on, but um, apparently you can like like just like chip away a bit of the plastic. Uh, the port wires up pretty close to the end of the circuit board. You can actually put an HDMI port on your N64 and play it on like modern televisions. Um, I've had a buddy who did it recently. They actually had like a burner console that they ruined first before they're like, all right, now that I know what I'm doing. Uh, but definitely something I want to maybe try out on my classic N64 sometime. Yeah, buddy, they do. I have that. Like, <laughs> oh, do you have it? <laughs> Amazing. Feel like, it's crazy the amount of stuff they've like HDMI modded for systems. Like, I have one for like a regular Nintendo, mm-hmm. uh, like for the N64, and for a GameCube. Like nowadays, oh, awesome. you can also buy like like a standalone system. They haven't done that for the 64 yet. Mm-hmm. And most people always harp on the 64 because it looks like garbage. But in with the HDMI, it looks like great garbage because you can see it like really really well <laughs> in some games it actually does make it look a lot better great garbage not to be confused with hot garbage oh no big yeah. difference yeah. <laughs> huge great garbage is better than hot garbage yeah that is for sure hot garbage is a a, a big topic here on play pause media podcast because like 90 percent <laughs> of the movies we watch are hot garbage yes Ooh, that's the hottest segue. of garbage i was just gonna say <laughs> 
<laughs> Much like the one that uh, we decided to watch this week. Um, well, I think three of us watched it of the four. Alex, you watched it, right? Uh, yeah, well, kind of. But I've seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> it was playing. Uh, it yeah. was on. It was on when yeah. I was doing stuff. But yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, this week we decided in light of the Nintendo conversation that we're having and our fandom of all things Super Mario. There we go. Um, for those who can't see, Zach just held up a Super Mario plush head. It's adorable and I want it. Um we watched the Super Mario Bros. movie from, I think, what is it, 1992? Uh, something like that. 93. I should, 93, I was close. Um, the live the action. Movie, single-handedly ruined Bob Hopkins' career. So, <laughs> ouch. Shots fired. How big was that career? It was pretty good until about 1993. Like, I mean... Like, uh, look at the movies afterwards. He did, like, Garfield after that and Doomsday and, like, Vanity Fair. Nobody cares about Vanity Fair. He was in Made in Manhattan, so good for him, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's what career, I was I trying to... I knew there was something... The, recent, the only movie I, I recent, really, but... really know him from is from Hook. So, I mean... Yes. I know, like, he was in okay, Frame yeah. Roger Rabbit and all that stuff, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. I mean, Smee is probably the best character one of the best characters ever written for a live action Disney movie. That's not really a Disney movie. Cause I don't think Disney made that movie, but um, still anyways, but it really ruined John Lugaziano's. I can't even say his name. That career. <laughs> he didn't have his career. Yeah. He's been his in career kind of <laughs> yeah. But is it like memorable stuff? I, I mean, exactly. So let's <laughs> just move on. And, uh, Anyway, I mean, so he, what did we think William about Shakespeare's such a movie? Romeo and Juliet after that? He was in oh, Ice so Age did 10 other true. people that's that made true. better Spawn. career choices after that. I feel like he's done Spawn. some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, look how long it's taken him to remake Chef. that movie. <laughs> yeah, well, was he the star of that show? Mm, no, he was Yeah, but that was a great guy. movie. Yeah, well. I liked it. Um yeah, this movie is not um not one you watch for like theatric um amazement if that's even a term. I just made it one, so it is now. Um it it's honestly like it's so cheesy and so poorly done. I mean, we have to remember it was made in 1993, so maybe it was amazing graphics and stuff back then. I don't Jurassic know. Jurassic Park was made in 1993. Oh, that's a good point. You're so it's terrible it in <laughs> You just have to feel bad for every other movie that came out. Uh, there was dinosaurs in both movies and they seemed like they were fine to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some were bigger than others, but whatever. Um, I I, I have a soft spot for this movie because I just think it's one of those movies that's so bad, it's amazing, and I love it. And uh, I'm really glad that we had an excuse to watch it this week. Um, And I'm also really glad that Zach was able to find it because we definitely (laughs) could not find it anywhere. And then, I don't know, somehow. But uh, let me tell you, dealing with the pop-ups on those sites is like, so frustrating well, and then is more aggressive for it yeah it was it was it was like constant and then every two minutes there was this thing popping up in the corner telling me that like i won a million dollars in a jackpot or some shit and i was just like <laughs> i just want to find well, did Yoshi. you win a million dollars in this jackpot like, no i just clicked on it out? and it was like weird anime stuff that i'm not going to get into on this podcast because <laughs> lots of people are listening um i feel like you're you're missing out I it was a, won lots and lots of money i assume it was a strange but. time um 
It was great. I really, I, I enjoyed watching it again. It's been probably like two decades since I watched it. That's not true. I'm not that old. Uh, oh no, yes, I am that old. It could have been two decades. <laughs> oh wow, it's been a long time. Um, and uh, wow. wow, yeah, it probably was two decades ago. That's depressing. Um, so this movie, I, I just kind of looking up the history of it, kind of mostly because I, I really interested to see why this movie got made. With the story it was. Like, a Super Mario's movie makes sense. You know, a live-action Super Mario movie makes sense. This story and the way they depicted the characters doesn't, in my opinion. But, um, like, well, the Koopas, like, uh, where are they, what, like, what? Anyways. Uh, The Goombas? Um, The Goombas are my favorite. Oh, my God, the Thwomp. The Thwomp. (laughs) Is that lady just all dressed in red? Where I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, why? (laughs) And Bowser's some old white man. Like, anyway. That makes sense. Played by one of the apparently greatest actors of all time, Dennis Hopper. And apparently he chose to do this movie. Anyways. And for um, some reason they dress... Okay, I I was laughing because Zach posted about uh, how they're they're dressed in, um, like, red and yellow. I think Luigi was in red (laughs) and Mario was in yellow. And you're like, what? How? Why? But then at the end, they finally get their, like, kind of more overalls-looking outfits on. And... uh, and they redeem themselves, but I thought that was pretty, pretty random. I don't know. It's just it's it, it's so ridiculous. Nothing makes sense. And why is it Princess Daisy and not Peach? Was Daisy first? <laughs> Daisy I don't understand. Luigi's, uh, significant Daisy has always been Luigi's. Yeah, I guess I that's so. true. Yeah, but who? I didn't even. She I was like, like why? Peach, though, like they made the blonde, the girl blonde, and you know, yeah, Peachy look like. But anyways, yeah, some of these like, I'm surprised that. Hiroshi uh, uh, Yamakochi's whatever his name is I can't pronounce it but uh, oh, probably pretty accurate Yamauchi anyways uh, he pitched like so the person who wrote it pitched it pitched it to him and he said okay um, they got a two million dollar contract to give him temporary control of the Mario character uh, but Nintendo retained all the merchandising rights so they got everything out of mm-hmm. it pretty much by Light Motive uh, and Hollywood Pictures, who's now owned by Disney. So this is technically a Disney movie. Oh my god, um, maybe it's actually on Disney Plus and we just didn't even realize. I feel like Disney Plus knows better. Anyways. <laughs> um, it is crazy like how hard it was to find that movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not even an Apple TV or like you Apple's library. <laughs> and that's like, huh? that's odd for Apple to even decide to do. So... Oh, that's when the whole world collectively just decides. They're like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not worth it. Not worth our time. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The story behind it is just so it's long. It's like it's a good like. It is five actually a very long movie, and it doesn't really have like it's, it's Mario references. They love small little yeah. things, but overall the story is hilarious. Just to try to like narrate it in terms of, oh yeah, in the game like that's a rock or like. Yeah, that's like this little character that has no arms and just legs. Yeah, but yeah. We'll keep we'll keep going. Let's keep watching it. Keep watching it. <laughs> they made they made the Goomba heads about the size of what they should have just made the Goombas in general. <laughs> like, why were their bodies? How did they go into the head? The the D. What is it? What do they call it? The evolution. Yeah. yeah, the D evolver or whatever. De-evolver, and yeah. and then they come out. They only their head goes in, and their head comes out shrunk down to like 
the size of uh i don't know bowling no bowling balls are the size of my head uh, the size of an orange um and then and then their bodies are twice as big as they were when they went in it really made no sense and i was like how is that a goomba just make it i don't know it was silly but i love it you know this has a post credit scene i didn't see it but oh i didn't watch that fun. <laughs> oh dude yeah daisy shows up again like, why would you oh no there's there's another one there's apparently oh, really? another one. It's called it's a uh, two, ja- two Japanese businessmen, business executives, propose making a video game based on Iggy and Spike now on Earth, who decide on the title Super Koopa Cousins. Uh, I would play that game. Oh man, just saying. It's coming out. <laughs> no. It's coming out in 1994. <laughs> they clearly were setting up for a sequel by the end of the movie. If, if you haven't seen the movie, at the end they all survive clearly. Um, <laughs> somehow, uh, it's you know, it's just a very weird way of surviving. And uh, the mushrooms save them with a bomb. Oh, I, I did like the mushroom. I like the elevator <laughs> scene. The elevator scene is the most well written scene in that whole movie. They just dance. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I'm like, normally that's a whistle you play in the game. And you just skip a level, but we're just gonna watch them dance with them now for. <laughs> I don't know, like two or three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. Same as Well, like, there's just so many things. Like, when he winds up the bomb for, like, what feels like for five minutes. Um, At least that's in Mario. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. The thing is that everyone knew what it was. Like, everyone. Like, oh my God, it's bomb. Like, what? Like, how, how are these things seen everywhere? Like, also, there, I did... guess they could be just their grenade sense, but it, like, came out of nowhere. First it's a horrible all. world to live in. There's just bombs just, <laughs> just walking yeah. around. <laughs> they can walk on the then, ceiling. But did you guys notice? Fall. Did you notice the like excessive product placement? The bomb had Reebok shoes on. Oh, I damn. Didn't that is like that such thing. a 1992 thing. It totally had Apparently. Reebok shoes on. I was laughing so hard. Were they Reebok in the, in the? Yeah, I mean, they didn't look pump like them. them up, but right? <laughs> I thought that was Nike. Maybe not. I don't know. No, they were Reebok. No, I think Reebok had them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Um, the uh, in the Blu-ray edition, you can see apparently somehow in the Blu-ray edition, you can see the string. You can see the string pulling it throughout (laughs) through the scene. Oh, that's what quality quality footage for. Well, yeah, because back then, movie magic was like things that you just couldn't see after it made to production, right? And so they never intended for things to be seen like as crystal clear as we see them today. Uh, and I mean, like, how much of that goes back to, like, decisions made around, like, why the Koopas were massive, right? I mean, like, yeah, if it, they had the technology of today, if, you know, movies like Jurassic Park were already in their hindsight, they could be like, oh, technology, yeah, we can make these things. But right now, we got to stuff a whole person in this costume, so this is what you get. <laughs> so so here's some interesting facts about this, more interesting facts about this movie, because I'm just finding very interesting stuff here. Oh, uh, this is a great movie. I picked a great movie. You did. <laughs> See, this is probably the longest we've talked about a movie before. That's not true. Initially, but... <laughs> uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman was a pr- uh, expressed in playing Mario. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Arawaka, Arakawaka, Arawaka, I don't know, I guess the guy who, from Nintendo, uh, didn't think he was the right man for the role. Um, so that didn't happen. Uh, which makes sense because at that time, Dustin Hoffman was still pretty Hoffman. old. He was, pre- um, which is good actually. And if you want to think about it, he doesn't have a career anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, Danny DeVito was offered both uh, Mario and the director's mantle. Um, 
I mean, that would have been really weird. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> that would have been four years um, after Penguin, right? Always sunny. Just like him, but just as that role. Yeah. Well, one of my amazing. favorite sh- crappy movies is Death by Spooshy, and he directed that one and <laughs> is in it. So, I mean, I think that's hilarious. That would have been interesting. <laughs> um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Keaton were both approached to play Koopa. <laughs> oh my god that would have been amazing they both turned it down um tom hanks was considered the role for luigi but uh a string of recent box office failures dropped him from the consideration so eventually it was just uh he wasn't even good enough for it no clearly not <laughs> um hopskins hopskins uh bob hopskins who plays mario didn't like the script and he didn't. <laughs> Originally, initially, I don't know better to do. I guess I'm just going to do this movie. <laughs> he just didn't want to do another. Apparently, he didn't want to do another uh, a children's film. So what he said is, "I've done Roger Rabbit. I've done Hook. I don't want to become like Dick Van Dyke." Which I mean, it kind of ruined his career, anyways. Um, <laughs> Video game. <laughs> <laughs> he also wondered how you prepare for the role, saying, "I'm I'm the right shape." I've got a mustache. <laughs> I I worked as a plumber's apprentice for about three weeks and set the plumber's boots on fire with a blowtorch. Yes. Um, That's amazing. So they kept sending him new scripts until he eventually agreed to do it. Um, so I guess they really, really wanted Bob Hopkins. Um, Imagine your, your uh, audition for it. You're like, I'm the right shape to play Super Mario. I feel like that's awesome. That's hilarious. I want that to be in my audition next time. Next time I it's audition, like the opposite be approach of Christian Bale, boring. right? Like Christian Bale's like, "Hey, I will do anything to get in shape for these roles." <laughs> Bob Hoskins is like, "Nah, bro, I'm already no, there. I am already Sign there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm good." Oh man, I just found <laughs> so after... some like fan is making uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie game, uh, which is just mm-hmm. a hack off of the second Super Mario Brothers, and they've actually like made a lot of the scenes from the movie in this like remake of super mario 2 basically and they were even toying with the idea of making super koopa cousins uh a, a side game as well oh my god they do all those things i want to play <laughs> that game i want to play that game and yeah it's i don't have to play anything else anymore i am in the same boat on the same boat in the same boat as zach sounds amazing let's get it going so this movie was supposed to have strippers in it so, <laughs> what? so apparently, I mean, so Disney bought it, <laughs> Disney bought the movie, the franchise, purchased the distribution rights. Uh, probably it says a few weeks into shooting, uh, and they changed so much. Apparently, they kept saying no, you can't do that. But the director just kept shooting these scenes, anyways. <laughs> um, I just need these strippers real quick. <laughs> yeah, they shot scenes with strippers and other sexually uh, explicit content, which all got edited that out one level right of Mario, away. Like where he just jumps down the tube, and then there's just strippers throwing coins. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Like, yeah. Pretty sure that was just oh, that's, that's when you that's when you definitely have to take the flute too. That's level two, three. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's in, it's in the clouds. It's in the clouds. It only oh, took them four yeah. months to shoot this film. <laughs> wow! Um, and that's a like that's like incredible for a time for that time frame. Usually, like movies now only get made in like six months, but back then it was like years. That would take yeah, it's always post production, right? That takes forever. The shooting, oftentimes yeah. a lot faster. All I've heard is that this movie's great. There's lots of people that they could have asked. They weren't even good enough to be in this movie. 
they wanted to be even bigger but then they're like no we'll just tame it down to this because we don't want to change like all of like cinematography forever <laughs> so many weird things about this movie <laughs> um... also, at this point we're on the dark web for super mario bros yeah. just finding all the darkest facts about it the disintegration effect for the interdimensional merge, because there's an interdimensional merge in this movie, just so mm-hmm. you know, Matt, you haven't yeah, seen it, uh, um, yeah, was inspired by the transporter in Star Trek. Who knew? Hey, Who there cares? you go. Uh, <laughs> just in the, just for like some other final notes here, that it made uh, grossed twenty million or twenty million, almost twenty one million dollars in the United States and Canada, and. It cost two point seven million in the Asian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say how much it costs to film it. They don't have that anywhere. But they made two point seven million in distribution rentals in Japan. Um, Korea only sold a thousand, a hundred thousand tickets. Sorry, I'm just hearing this movie's killing it. That's all. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm getting. So worldwide, it made about $38 million, $39 million, basically. And uh, it, Nintendo, as of January 31st of 2020, has stated that the reboot is moving along slow, smoothly and is slated for release in 2022 as a Nintendo and Universal-funded production. There you go. It's coming back. Are you so, actually... Did you actually mean all of that? Yes. <laughs> so in an interview in 2007... I'll just keep reading these facts until I stop. <laughs> um... <laughs> Hoskins, Bob Hoskins said the worst thing I ever did Super Mario Brothers it was a fucking nightmare the whole experience was a nightmare it it had a husband and wife teaming directing whose arrogance had been had been mistaken for talent after so so many weeks their own agent told them to get off the fucking set fucking nightmare, fucking idiots that's amazing. Uh, him, him, and Liguizimama. Uh, I can't even say his name. It's too many. It's too. It's too Latin for me. Um, no offense. Luigi. It's just yeah. Luigi would get <laughs> would get drunk before Luigi each Mario. day of. They would get drunk before each day of filming and would continue to drink between takes. <laughs> So, in 2011, yeah, this like the greatest movie of all time. I don't. He I was don't asked, None of this sounds bad. So apparently John was asked, what was the worst job you've done? What was your biggest disappointment? And if you could edit your past, what would you change? His answer to all three, his answer to all three was Super Mario Bros. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> and then however, his son, Jack Hoxson, like Jack Hoxson's son, said is a fan of the film and praised his performance. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so that extended cut I was talking about earlier was actually released just June 1st of this year. So like it's, it's real fresh. Uh, there are several extended scenes. And there's a brand new scene in there that people have not seen before, which is a rap by Spike and Iggy. Um, it's getting better and better. Yeah. <laughs> Just sign me up for when that video's up. I can't wait to see that myself. Those two are hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. The extended cut came out when Matt said that, yeah. Wow, this is uh, that was something, man. I don't know. Yeah, I I wonder if there's anywhere like (laughs) you know how you go to the princess from time to time, and people are watching the room, and like it's just like one of those movies that like people have to come back and watch over and over again. Is this one of those movies that maybe like if it's not already, like we can bring it back? 
we can like, we have to like, i think that, that needs like, to happen community of people who love it i would imagine it would be very expensive i don't know if the princess still has uh 30 uh the uh the film but uh unless they went digital as well but i would expect it's very expensive to rent that film on film and get it or it's really really cheap it's one or the other <laughs> like it's but i doubt it would be even in good condition like it's probably got lines all the way through it being scratched like crazy i can only imagine but you He's never know it. matt you can make a request and then you can actually watch the film yep i'll watch it the right way as intended in the theater noise hate myself do and it not leave <laughs> hashtag save super mario bros hashtag there's save a super sequel webcomic just so everyone knows um <laughs> he's still going Wait, did, you, did you work on this movie i feel like he lived this movie <laughs> i just think it's interesting because i was yes. like why did bob hopkins do this fucking movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, and now i'm just finding out that he fucking hated it so it worked it makes sense so like Rest oh in peace God. to Bob Hawkins, but like, God damn. Yeah, it's a 2013 fan, a fan site editor, Stephen Applebaum and Ryan Haas teamed with one of the film's original screenwriters, Parker Bennett, on a fic- fan fiction web comic sequel. And did it ever come out? It doesn't look like it ever actually came out. But it picks up where Mario and Luigi return to Dino Hatton. That's what it's called. I forgot that it was actually called Dino Hatton. Um, to aid Dizzy in defeating the mad scientist Wart. So I guess that's their Wario. Uh, oh, no. It's the final boss from Super Mario Bros. 2. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Oh. Uh, mad scientist Wart. Uh, we did heavily discuss the world of the film. From its backstory to characters' motivations. Okay, that's it. Well. That was a really stupid point, but anyways, so that's, so, that was, uh, that was that. I guess this is where we have to give our, our numbers, uh, Zach, just so you're aware, Alex doesn't like rookie numbers, so it's a uh, <laughs> number point number. Um, he'll get really, really upset if you just say, like, you give it a two. Um, I can't imagine you giving this movie a two because it's amazing, but, um, all right, Alex, you kick it off with your oh, rating. Oh, wow. Um, this is very unfair, because I didn't think about it. I didn't think we were going to rate this uh, this movie. All right, yeah, I'll like... kick it off. I'll kick it off, because I didn't think we were either, and now here we are. Um, I'm going to give it for nostalgia and just, like, pure enjoyment. Like, I'm, if you don't take the movie too seriously and all that good stuff. You can you can enjoy this movie and have a good time watching it. You can laugh at it. You can cry. You can uh, get really mad when the Goombas don't make sense. Um, so I'm going to give it a 6.7 out of 10. Well, we're no longer friends. So um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, well, we gotta. I think, anyways, uh, I will go, and then we'll leave the guest last. We won't ask Matt because Matt never saw it. Um, What did we'll go with uh, uh, the classic four point two? It was. uh, I'm sure I no, I didn't like it when I was a kid either. I know I didn't. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> I was never a, really a big Mario person anyways, but um, it ruined characters like Yoshi. Yoshi and He was and so Bowser. cute. I was just saying, they actually did. Yoshi was like one of the better yeah, characters. Yeah, Yoshi was the best. It doesn't look like you can ride the fucking thing, so... Oh, um, well, that's a kind of a good point. <laughs> and where was its shell? Where was its shell? Because we know it's a shell, not a saddle. Or is it both? We learned this. We, we looked it up last couple weeks ago, didn't we? Like, it's a shell and a saddle. The same yeah, time. that's right. We totally did. That's um, funny. And mm-hmm. uh, what a, Bowser, one of the biggest. And he goes, I love those plumbers. Bowser would never say that. Um, so you just as a... As Mario a... Party. Have you not played Mario Party? <laughs> See? Yeah, and is out to get him every time. He steals stars, changes them. Yeah, so does but... Luigi, though. And they're bros. Yeah, well, Luigi's Literally. a rapist. So, um... <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, yeah, 4.2. Just, you know, <laughs> characters, they're ruining. I just can't can't handle it. And I feel bad for Bob Hopkins. So 4.2. Damn. All yeah. right. So if I rated it as strictly a Mario movie, it's probably like a two. But if you rank it not as a Mario movie at all, an easy eight. Oh! It's Heard it here first, folks. It's silly. It's very fun, and when you're just watching it, you you, you said you, it was in the background, but you wouldn't turn it off. Like it's like a car crash. You, you're gonna look at it the entire time. You're gonna drive into another car because you're looking at it so much. So a movie like that, it's like a snake's on a plane. It's great. Public <laughs> service announcement: Don't watch this movie while you're driving. Um, that's so, hilarious. Not endorse, probably not. <laughs> Wow. Okay. An eight. Wow. wow. Here, here I'm. This is. That, this that's is like that's putting it up there with like, like one of the best movies of all time. Here, we don't <laughs> even go past Alex seven. Gave me very critical. I was at like a seven or maybe like a like a soft like six at first, but the facts, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the history behind the movie changed everything. Eh? <laughs> like I liked the movie, and then you made me love the next. <laughs> It was a very entertaining film. I clearly they loved it so much they have cared so much about it that they had to be alcoholics on the show. Hey, they're <laughs> bringing the it back. <laughs> Alcoholism, yeah. maybe not, but the show. Who knows? I mean, like <laughs> yeah. the Sex Pistols were always drunk on stage, you know. So it seems like they they did pretty well. Why not just replicate their success? Makes sense to me. Yeah, plumbers, Sex Pistols, whatever. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's the same thing, really. Honestly, it's hand in hand. Yeah. 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 Alex disagrees. His name is Luigi. And in the movie, they call him Luigi Mario. Like his last, their last name is Mario. No, his, his last name actually is Mario. Yeah, it's Mario Mario and yeah, Luigi that, Mario. That's actually the most poignant scene there. And I did not know that. Yeah, I, yeah, I find that boom, boom, another reason why it's an eight. I learned something new. Eight point one. You? I learned this today. I was today years old. I well, learned it's Luigi Mario. Nintendo, and get your shit Mario together and Mario. give Mario a better last name. Um. Not bad. Well, I mean, uh, two first names as your last names. That, that's like lots telling of Wilson, Wilson Wilson from Home Home uh, <laughs> Home Improvement that his name's bad. Wilson 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 is a beloved character. He is cherished. Is he? What has he done? What did he do? 
just other than you know stand there without showing his face mm-hmm. he, was, he was the lovely neighbor yeah and you know it's a good character when they only insight. have to show half their face yes the whole time yes that show had no black people in it, just so you know. Um, There's a lot of shows from that time that did Look not it happen. up right now. I want to see that. <laughs> look it up. Ask Dr. Google. I'm so curious. Oh I don't think there was. That's Google. Google Analytics are going to be like, what the <laughs> hell is going on with Matt today? <laughs> Why is there no black people? <laughs> Uh, I can't even oh type it. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it, it, Google won't even find anything for it. <laughs> <laughs> Google is racist. Uh, we get it. Google's like, hold on, I'll be right back. That's the first top search results. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> man, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I can't find. A, I went through their. Uh, I had to be out to block. I scanned the entire years. Yeah, I can't. Oh find it. That, yeah. We're canceling that show. That's it's happening. Well, the thing is, then he started a new show, like recently. It was like the last five or six years. Uh, last Man Standing, Tim Allen. This is, which is basically the same damn show. Um, just it's now, bad. he works in a hardware hardware store, <laughs> uh, not a hardware store, uh, a hunting store, mm-hmm. like uh, like an outdoorsy, like a bass like, fish or whatever they're called. Yeah, 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 like a pro shop, like that pro, bass pro shop, not fish. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and he does daily vlogs on the internet. Um, and he's got three girl, like three daughters, which they compl- every season is like a different actress. Um. Yeah, and then one of the actresses actually comes very famous, like Caitlin Dever, who's uh, done like movies like Booksmart and stuff like that. They basically write because she's gotten more famous. They take her out of the show and they replace her with an Asian intern. Like it's hilarious. Um, and I only know this because I watched the first season and it was kind of funny. And then, <laughs> I, just wanted, and then I and then I stopped watching it because there are. Jeez. Like, <laughs> and then, then, well, because it just ended right like this year, so I wanted to see what was going on, and so I looked at the like the la- like the episode, like the preview, and it was like, "There's an Asian girl on this show. How does that even make sense?" <laughs> Adoptions. Uh, of I'm not trying to be like that person, <laughs> but like, what is going on with this show? Two great Tim Allen facts. I think one, he oh. did home improvement because he owed a bunch of money because he went to jail mm-hmm. and he had to like just pay off a whole bunch of debts. Yeah, he Two, he, he was getting himself bailed out because of yep. drug muling from Mexico. He was bringing up drugs in his pants and then he like told on all of the people that he was working with and that's how he got out of that and into acting. Okay, so I was mistaken. So there is a black person <laughs> in human uh, uh, home improvement. He only did nine episodes. It was Charles Holy Robinson. God. Alex with a clutch um, find. Charles Robinson. Where would we know him from? Um, still alive. Wow. Um, Why is that surprising? <laughs> if you saw a picture of him. Movement is dead. <laughs> well, he's... Oh, no, he's dead. He is dead. Sorry. Sorry, he is dead. He died uh, uh, this year, actually. He actually died two weeks ago. Oh, oh my sorry. God. Oh, wow. Um, R.I.P. Just because the picture I saw him was looks really old and now it makes sense. Um, yeah, it's something I've other than home improvement. He's not really done much big stuff, but uh, anyways, so there's that only black person. You always gonna have one. <laughs> um, Zach, what was your other fact about Tim Allen? <laughs> oh, the second t- fact fact of Tim Allen. I have the Super Nintendo game for home improvement. You open up the box and the instructions. They don't say anything. They just say real men don't in- don't need instructions. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's. 
That's cool, I guess. That sounds like those Bin for 9000 instructions to me. Speaking of the uh, the other show that he did, what was the show it was called? What is it? I forget what it's called already. Last Man Standing. Uh, <laughs> you just watched it. Uh, he, so they actually brought in Tim. What was the character's name? Tim something, right? Yeah. It, um, Tim, Tim the Toolman Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. So they brought Tim brought that character into last man standing and they had to do a, like almost a full episode of the two of them talking to each other. It was fucking weird. Yeah. That's um, there. Al Borland. Yeah. And then he was in that, in that show too, at some point, uh, <laughs> Remember when Al became the family feud guy. Yeah. And then that worked out very well. He was not good. I like Louis no. Anderson more than I would like him, but Steve Harvey is still better than the two. Yeah. Why did Louis leave that show? That's so weird. Anyway, no I'm pretty sure. He yeah, died. he actually just <laughs> no. He Louis, he's still alive. He won a, he won like an Emmy like three years ago for uh, that That's show he does with um, uh, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, what's it called? Um, basically, he plays his Zach Galifianakis' Zach Galifianakis's mom, and Zach Galifianakis oh. is as a clown. Is basically that's his job. He's a clown, and he's just trying to make it. And it's supposed to be really funny, but also sad at the same point. So. But yeah, Louis actually won an, uh, an Emmy for that. Yeah, he's totally so. still alive too. So this one's yeah. less sad than the other guy. <laughs> like his his cartoon was super weird because they drew him so fat in the cartoon he had to go sideways through doors. Where I'm like, why would you do that? Like this is a cartoon. <laughs> hey, Louis, ruthless. And then, like how he had his own show. Howie Mandel had his own like cartoon show too, or something. I mean, that guy's crazy. Yeah, that guy's just straight nuts. <laughs> Now he's on America's Got Talent, so you know whatever. He's doing out well for him, I guess. How did we get here? History. Super Mario Bros. Super like Mario I said, Brothers. it's a gateway movie of all time. Yep, it's the gateway movie to all other strange <laughs> baskets. Baskets is a show. Just so for Louis Armstrong, uh, that baskets called is a show. Uh, <laughs> it, it only ran for three years, but it, it was it was apparently really good. Um. What do you, else you know what else a lot of is, is a show? Uh, there's going to be a live-action Pokemon show on Netflix. Yeah, I heard about the that. success of Detective you... Pikachu. But how do you do like a live-action Pokemon? Do you see Detective Pikachu? And then just imagine Pokemon now. It's going to be exactly <laughs> like that, so it's probably going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, that I, I can handle. Hate... I didn't really hate the Pokemon the Detective Pikachu. I mean, it was kind of stupid that it was Ryan Reynolds, but whatever. Um, the only thing that pissed me off about is how they changed Gengar's eyes. So I was really <laughs> pissed off about that. But uh, And the, the size of these Pokemon. Like, I didn't realize that some of these Pokemon are so gigantic and so small <laughs> at the same time. Um, I'm still really I never looked... made uncomfortable by the licky tongue and just how, like, gross looking he was the whole time. Ew, I don't want to watch this movie <laughs> or the or whatever you said is coming out a show? No, it's, yeah, there's gonna be a live action now. Netflix show. Yeah, and then like his dad was white, so it made sense. So, <laughs> and he was a black guy. Alex, your dad's white. Yeah, well, they don't make movies about <laughs> me. <laughs> they might now. There, there might be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I told Steph to write a book about her life, so we'll see if that happens. Yeah, I, um, I really. Uh, I have uh, the ambition to do it. No, I have the, uh, yeah. Ambition is the right word. Wow. I don't know, guys. I don't know what's going on. I have the ambition to do it. Um, uh, but it probably won't happen. Let's be honest here. 
maybe in like 10 years when things have settled down for me a little bit. You just got to pull like a, a Troy. You just got to pull a Troy and start a, start a Twitter saying what happens to my family and just say random things like t- tweet what your family says. Oh, Troy from Community. Yeah. I was like, who's Troy? I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I was thinking like Brad Pitt's Troy, who like, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, probably what I, yeah, didn't I ever like, use oh. Twitter back in the old days. <laughs> it was just a rock that they I mean, chiseled their tweets into. And he was always limited to 140 characters, because that's when he would start getting hand cramps. Yeah. We, we don't I mean, rocks only then. come so big, so like, yeah, you can only yeah. fit so many characters on them. Rock Twitter. Not as rock. cool as it sounds. Um, so we're going to write a movie about Alex's life. I'm going to write a book about my life and they're both going to fail miserably and it'll be awesome. What else you got for us, Matt? Oh, me? Who me? Yeah, me. Um, no, some couple, a couple cool things. Um, so remember a little while ago, I was telling you guys about how, um, when the Mandalorian came out and they had Luke Skywalker come out at the end. Sorry, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen the Mandalorian. Um, and how like it didn't (laughs) look that great. You know, Luke Skywalker looked kind of weird. The whole de-aging thing, like, uh, you know, right away I was commenting like, oh, they should have used like deep fake technology. It's like, you know, developing technology. People should should check it out. And then I'm pretty sure during that podcast episode, which was like just days after the episode came out, we looked up on Google and somebody had already done it. Um, that person uh, had gained like millions of views on this video, has been hired by Lucasfilm ILM now to do like, vfx uh what yeah so that's amazing for that person yeah yeah like this is just a youtuber who would do all kinds of stuff um he actually did the same thing for the irishman that martin scorsese film where they de-aged uh robert de niro um he he did similar stuff for that as well with deep fake technology and it's just like yeah it just goes to show like there's new technologies that people can learn at home for free and you might get a job working for ilm which is pretty friggin' sweet yeah that's very very cool I yeah, so the uh, the YouTuber uh, they go by Shamuk, um, and yeah, just announced earlier this month that it happened. So pretty cool stuff. Nice, good job, Shamuk. If you ever hear this, Steph says good job. Oh, um, they'll hear it all right. <laughs> um, so what else we got going on out there in the world today, Matt? Um, well, <laughs> there's a bunch finally... of trailers that came out this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bond's got a new trailer, No Time to Die. More like No Time to Not Release It, because it's only been forever. Uh, just released the damn movie already. I don't know why it's like got to be one of the only sta- like stalwarts that didn't come out in like theater or on demand or anything this whole pandemic. They're just like, nope, if this is Daniel Craig's last Bond, he is getting his movie theater time. I'm well, just, let's I'm think so about it this way. That. What else does MGM do? This is the uh, only casinos? franchise that they have that well i'm sure they have other stuff but this is like the most <laughs> known successful franchise that uh that they have to and they just sold yeah they just got bought out by somebody so yeah they did uh so they're just trying to recoup their losses i guarantee daniel craig was like no if this is my last one i want you to give me twenty thousand million dollars Twenty thousand million. <laughs> exactly that's so, something i would number. say so and they did they gave it to him and and they got a really good uh uh some uh, uh blah, 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 what's her name to write it uh fully blank uh writer uh what is her name no, no, it was no, Amazon no. by the way that bought MGM for eight billion dollars that's right that was crazy 
That was not yeah. that long ago. No, it was just back in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little. Uh, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge is uh wrote this one, mm. so uh of this James Bond, which is the first one to be written by a woman. So all that jazz. That's why there's prominent, you know. Uh, probably wanting to push that to make it a very big blockbuster hit for her because she's won everything else in the world except for an Oscar. I don't think she'll win an Oscar for this movie, but you never know. Um, so, and then who do you think is going to get a replace Daniel Craig yeah. if they continue to do Bonds? So I have a, a few thoughts on this. A, like who should replace, like who should reasonably replace uh, Daniel Craig? And then like, I want to hear like outlandish things. Like if you could pick from anybody in like, history of movie and television who would you pick to play this role and why like even the most ridiculous of choices i just think like what direction should bond go in next you know what do you think zach well i guess we'll go on your theme of earlier of putting people in the movies idris elba would be like a great yeah. bond mm-hmm. he's pushing mm-hmm. for it he's pushing for it um and he's british this person yeah. has to be British, so like they won't cast an American to play Bond. I guarantee it. So this person <laughs> has to be from the UK. Um, so keep that in mind when you're thinking about it. And Idris Elba is UK British. Um, yeah, star of Snake Eyes, which is just coming out now and apparently is terrible. Uh, Henry Golding, apparently he's like throwing his name in the hat. He wants an opportunity, so that would be the first Asian to play Bond. Never going to happen. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Um, I still love I the, would be... I, the Idris Elba. Like, uh, I can't remember what comedian said this, but they were like, you know, like Bond is supposed to be like a spy, right? So if he's walking around it was Trevor like Noah. Scotland, you're thinking of it was Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah. Yeah, I think it was like yeah. if he's walking around Scotland or something and he's supposed to be a spy and he walks into a bar and he's just like, the name's Bond. And everybody's like, I know. Because he's the only black guy there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of big things about people saying that black people can't play Bond, um, which is a whole thing. Uh, and there's the guy from what? Is that one show? Um, what is that one show, Steph, that you watched? It was about like royals in love with each other or something. Oh, uh, Bridgerton. That's the one. So the black guy yeah, from that, that guy. is yeah. getting a lot of heat for he wants to be in it. Like a lot of people. I don't know if he has out. enough. I don't know if he has enough um, like experience in film and TV yet to be Bond. You know, I feel like the the guys you that they get Pierce to play. You think Pierce Brosnan did? Well, that's Even a pretty. Daniel good Craig point. wasn't that well known prior. Ah, to okay, him. fine. He in a couple fine, of things, he's good. Like layer cake. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think he would the, be the really big good, like actually. push that pe- like people were really mad when Daniel Craig was picked because there was a few things that people didn't like about him. He couldn't drive a standard car, which like it's and Bond. He, yeah, yeah, he, he drives, should be able he drives to drive Aston yeah. Martins and standard vehicles. Um, and he was blonde, which every other Bond up until that point had been like dark hair. Uh, so How like, dare they? People are superficial. People do really care about the dumbest things. Yeah. No, you're, not, you're not wrong though. It's like when Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker. He's like yeah. the most classic example. Whereas people are like, "Oh, he's in Brokeback Mountain." Like, why would you cast him to be the Joker? One of his like most long-standing roles after his death. Where it's just silly to judge somebody based off of something like that. Yep. Exactly. I um, I personally think that the next one, although he's not a British uh, actor, I think a really good option would be um, Bob Hoskins. I just uh, I just think that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if we could really revive his career, you know. Well, if we could pull him out of the grave, that oh. would be great. And you know, 
and and make it work, then sure. Oof. But uh <laughs> like a weekend and Bernie sort of thing. We were just yeah, I guess, yeah. We were just talking sort of deep fakes. I mean yeah, it's, it's not true, impossible. It's you gotta get it done it's a little bit. Still not too cold, okay? It hasn't quite decayed too far yet. Maybe it's he's in four years, Dino Hatton sure. and we don't I mean, even he died know. like two thousand seventeen, but hey, whatever. Um Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't know. It'd be funny to watch somebody like uh uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe play a oh Harry my god Potter to Bond. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be the funniest be the thing weirdest, ever. I, think. It, I feel like it would be like the weirdest Bond movie ever because isn't he just doing like the weirdest shit now? He is, but they're really good. Like a yeah, lot of I've heard they're really good. Yeah, Radcliffe has been up to. Um, there's a <laughs> I think it's called Guns Akimbo was a recent one that That's I watched. A great that movie that he's in. So he's good, in. like a really good movie. I loved it. I thought it was terrific. Um, there was that other one where he was basically like a like a dead body. Um, I can't remember the name of that movie though. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, he was also in that movie Horns, Swiss Army Man. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Swiss Army Man, that is just such a weird but fantastic movie. Nice. Loved no, I haven't seen it. anything that like else that he's been in except all of the Harry Potter. So I have to check some of them out because I have heard, yeah, like you're saying, they're really good, but they're super weird. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm all about that. So yeah, what else is out there? That would be uh... that. That'd be hilarious to see him as Bond though. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he's getting like randomly like rumored for like Wolverine in terms of like movies coming out for the future. Yeah, I could see that like a younger version of him, I guess. Even though he's our age, um, but he's tiny like him at least. So it's like yeah. Wolverine's like traditionally so small in comparison to everybody. Else. That's true. Yeah. True. True. He's got a big hunch in his back. He should. I mean, they crawl. Doesn't he crawl in the cartoons a lot? I don't know. Maybe I'm Probably. thinking. Well, I don't Genesis remember. game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of casting as well, they've casted a Batgirl. They're making a Batgirl movie for HBO Max, I think it's going to be. And who's playing her is Leslie Grace, who is, uh, we watched her in um, in The Heights. She was the, uh, the daughter who went to the Ivy League school. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and so this one's getting written by the people who did Birds of Play and uh, Birds of Prey and the fl- and writing who was a co-writer on the Flash that's out now. A company they're making now. Um, so if it's anything like Birds of Prey, they'll have a good good connection with it. I think. Um, I she's young and aspiring. I assume she'll be fine. She's an actually a, a recording artist in her own right. Um. So oh really? We'll she actually like. is. That's cool. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that musical very much, so I don't really remember it, but that's okay. Um, that's cool. God, that's just yeah. good for her. Yeah, Words. Josh Whedon was really trying to push Batgirl when he was relevant. Um, <laughs> in a better lack of words. Shots um, fired. Employable, but... something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. They also wanted people like uh, Zoe Dutch, which we would have saw from like Zombieland 2, um and uh some other people i don't really know so that's all i know but anyways they have one they've signed her um it's gonna be interesting because it, it, i don't know like so what the dcu is doing right now the dceu sorry the, um is uh really playing on the multiverse line which is what flash is gonna blow up on i guess everyone's going into the multiverse now whatever um oh the multi-earth is what dc does but uh um 
So it'll be interesting because uh, she's she's black or Hispanic or black. I can't remember. I Was think she she's Hispanic. Hispanic. Hispanically black. Anyways, uh, so um, something like that. Is something that a thing? Like uh, and so the the new Gordon, uh, Detective Gordon in uh, the new Batman movie coming out with Robert Patterson is played by um, a black guy. I forget his name. Yep. It's very famous. Anyways, so that that could be because uh, if you know anything about Batgirl, she he is she is the daughter of Detective Gordon. So that's yep. why I find it very very interesting that they're going this route. <laughs> uh, Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. And then she plays the Oracle. I was going to say, the Oracle is like one of the best. Yeah, she did. Until the Joker, sh- well, she becomes the Oracle after. Spoiler alert, if anyone's reading any Batman books, the Joker shoots her in the back. And then she can't walk anymore. What? I mean, if you don't know Not that storyline nice. already, then <laughs> read a book. You might be surprised, Alex. Not everybody who listens to this podcast are as like up to speed on all the things happening in the Batman World Not everyone universe. who is on this podcast is, is <laughs> up to speed. I don't think it counts as a spoiler if it's like 20 plus years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the also, biggest story arcs ever. So, like, let's you were just looking for uh, Jeffrey Wright is uh, playing That's James it. Gordon Jeffrey in the Batman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, it makes sense, you know? That's where you watch the TV show? Sorry? You watch the Titans TV show because they're they're introducing Barbara Gordon on that show as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw that. Uh, I've seen all the other seasons. I I am uh, excited because that one comes out on HBO Max, which we don't get. So hopefully it will be on Netflix uh, this year. But it's coming out on August twelfth, uh, the new season. And um, we saw Batman last season, kind of, um, which is kind of cool to see Batman on TV in a live action format, even though he was just killing people. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> After I said it, so. <laughs> the um, most effective spoiler alert. Retroactive spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Go there, I, I, I don't, spoiler I, alert. I mean, I think it's a good series. I don't know what you you think, Zach, but I think it's actually been a pretty good series. Um, it's it's dark, it's gritty, it's uh, it's what I would expect from a, a, a comic book, I mean, a TV show based in the Batman universe. In my yeah, I enjoy it. Like, the first season when you watch it, you just have to realize it's supposed to be watched kind of like in one sitting. Yeah. Like episode will end and it's just, it's not on like a high point. It's not even on a low point. Yeah. It just kind of, kind of fucking ends ends. in the middle of something. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what did just happen? What, what actually happened? Yeah. It's neat. It's fun to see all the characters they introduce into it. And it, I think it is really well done. Like it'll yeah. be interesting to see the next season. Cause I think at some point they'll introduce like a speedster into it. Yeah. Like, or like, like the flash show on the CW is going to end. So we'll probably at that yeah. point, secondly, someone in, and it was yeah. cool seeing like Doom Patrol stuff on it as well. Yeah, well, Doom yeah, Patrol, and then, like, a great underrated series. Yeah, I have only watched the first few episodes of the Doom Patrol TV show, but apparently, like uh, Brendan Fraser gets a high praise for that show. Oh, he's great, man! No, yeah. I think you're a fan of him since the Mummy. So, yeah, <laughs> Matt loves the Mummy. Um, I do uh, like the Mummy. I don't yeah. like the Mummy Three. That movie tried to kill me. So. <laughs> Uh, that's fair. <laughs> we were in the theater watching the movie, and like Jet Li's doing his thing, and it was really bad. And then I just, my nose decided to just just start pouring out blood, and I was like, no, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah. That was damn. Really, it was like, that bad, eh? Moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I left, and I went to the bathroom, and I like 
spent a good amount of time in there and i was just like cool i'll see everybody when they get out of the theater i guess Jeez, louise <laughs> yeah note to self don't watch the third mummy i've I never the seen any to, like, except my the first. blood to like finish rebuilding their bodies so <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was that bad uh, speaking of uh, more batman stuff uh they're filming uh, the flash right now um and uh they've got pictures released of uh the Batfleck has shown up on set not maybe bad ben affleck but it like the stunt double has shown up on set at least on a oh, bunch. Oh, that's so fun! Because they've already got Michael Keaton. They've already shown pictures of the Batcave with the old Batmobile, um, so that's kind of really, really cool. cool. Um, like they leaked a picture of the what the Flash director's been doing is putting up pictures of the uniforms. Because Wonder, not Wonder Girl, that's not her name. Um, what is her name? I don't it's gonna know. Bother me. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna bother me. Anyways. Um, Super, is it Supergirl? Yeah, Supergirl. It's either Supergirl is one of them is in it, and they released her her chest plate, and the same with the Flash chest plate and the old school nineteen eighty nine Batman uh, mm-hmm. chest plate with a speck of blood on it. So that's gonna be interesting. Ooh, mysterious. Spe- it, it looked like the, the speck of blood from Watchmen, which is actually a series in the Batman. Oh, that's a great books. series. My it God. is. It's a really fun one. Yeah, series. the crossover between Watchmen and Batman is actually really Doomsday cool. Clock great great series yeah and same with uh i don't know zach if you read the uh the uh batman ninja turtle crossover that came out like five or six years ago yeah again those that's a funnier sort of crossover yeah <laughs> i just love michelangelo going holy shit there's a t-rex there because <laughs> if you guys know batman, batman has a giant t-rex in his back <laughs> um but yeah so that'll be fun i think that movie is actually gonna you know do okay i think it will really if it does well with the the uh flashpoint really reset the dc world to get more people into it i think that it just needs a shot a new like a uh, shot of adrenaline in it i love it I mean, but i, I mean they could definitely do it so well like the flashpoint yeah. like dc animated like movies are great yeah if they do it like that it's absolutely like really great too if they just yeah. fumbled on a dc stuff like i i actually really enjoyed ben affleck as batman me too he's my one of my favorites direct himself yeah. and do the batman movie he wanted to do yeah it would have been phenomenal like when he directs himself and then he also like writes his role and then stars in it he's really good at it yeah yeah you think of like the town or like uh what was it gun girl like he just did some really good movies yeah i think it's it's just like i think look we've discussed this before i think warner bros just has to let go like not let go but let the directors which is so weird because with it's come out the with the suicide squad coming out next week um james gunn it was james gunn has said that he the only way he was gonna do it is if they let him do whatever he wants. And Warner Bros. Yeah. literally just said, "Do whatever you want." Yeah, well, yeah, and, man, like that's you know, with Guardians of the Galaxy. He just took a yeah. bunch of characters that were like B rated to C to yeah. D to E characters, and he's just yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna play with those ones because no one is ever gonna pick those characters up to play with them." And he's great yeah. for yeah. it. Like, watch yeah. the and trailer. Two points off of those two weird things. characters than anybody. Um, so he actually recently was talking about Guardians 3. So there's actually going to be a holiday special before Guardians 3 comes out in 2023. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to like be like a prequel leading into the third one. But apparently Marvel isn't forcing any MCU connections on Guardians 3. They said, like, just make your movie. Um, they're, they're not forcing them to make any tie-ins. So like it, they're ca- kind of taking the step off a little bit. Um, 
which I found kind of interesting. Going back to what you're saying about Warner Brothers, though, Alex, really funny. So Honest Trailers, I love watching Honest Trailers on YouTube. I think they do hilarious stuff. They just released a Space Jam one for the LeBron James Space Jam. And they just pointed out how like Warner Brothers took every opportunity in the book to have some kind of like either sponsor or their uh, intellectual property product placement littered everywhere in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like in the crowd, you've got Batman, you've got Robin, you've got... Uh, like Pennywise from it. Um, like it's just everything you can think of that's Warner Brothers related. They found a way to get it into this movie. And it was just like, yeah. all right, guys, enough's enough. Yeah, I think, well, like like what James Gunn said, like when he took it over, um, when he took, when they, he agreed to do it, they like knew there was a new leadership in uh, Warner Bros. now. So I think he's, he said that there's going to be a change that, He's feeling the change already. Like you could see what they did with David Ayer's uh, Suicide Squad, or how they didn't let him do anything. Um, but he, but they saw the failure of the of Suicide Squad that giving control to the director uh, or whoever's writing it to do what they want will help. And like I, that's what I think they're doing with the Flash as well, because it worked with Birds of Prey. They, Prey they gave uh, they gave her lots of control, and they, in my my books, it's one of the better. DC films that's come out in the last few years. So, well, um, look at the reception for Zack Snyder's Justice League that he released on HBO, yeah. and people went crazy over it. So it's like, yeah, maybe you guys shouldn't have been as involved with his vision for this movie. You know? Yeah. I mean, like we've stated before, you have these major characters like Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, and and like who are the like they have their own trilogy, like they have their own series, their own book series, book series together. Um, you know, they, they're the Holy Trinity, basically, in the sense they they are called the Trinity at some points. Um, and it's just uh, to screw that up royally with one movie is uh, is really is really sad, uh, especially when you have your competitor, if you want to call him a competitor, uh, doing so much well with some of the smaller characters that people didn't even really know existed in the Marvel world. Like people didn't give a crap about Iron Man or Thor or or uh, you know Ant Man until these movies were really made. Like they were they were comics, sure, but they weren't like you know huge until because nobody they didn't, like, have that they didn't want to risk. Fandom. Yeah, they, yeah, they had their mm-hmm. Spider Man, they had the Hulk. You know, those were like, in was the such... X-Men. Like, like they were the big ones, right? And then they managed mm-hmm. to make Iron Man and Captain America and all these other yeah. characters like such massive hits, and they took a lot of chances on like small unknown directors leading the charge mm-hmm. right uh and it worked out well, really really yeah well. iron man was their biggest risk they've always said and like they were so risked risky at doing that movie because they were like well we're putting in almost 100 million dollars into this movie to make it and it could backfire john favreau had water. one directing uh like credit to his name prior to iron man he comes in yeah. and boom he just like now he's executive producer and like producer on all these things going into mar into star wars now with the mandalorian like good for him mm-hmm. like his career is set because of iron man yeah so um and then robert down juniors is uh over because of of uh iron man. <laughs> <laughs> i mean he doesn't need to work anymore he's he, <laughs> it, it both revived his career and successfully retired him at the same time yeah see he literally can't do anything else unless being except for be tony stark or in my opinion, robert Downey Jr. Recently, like recently didn't he it was his first role after any of the Marvel movies that he got cast in, I can't recall what it is though. Do little, he did do little. Oh, yeah. It was f- it bombed hard. 
Mm-hmm. I think more wow. so like in the last like week or two, he got. Cast oh really? Oh really? Oh did he? That's fine. There's something. There's that that I read, and then also that he just kind of ceased and stopped all communication with all of his like Marvel stars. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's not surprising. That's a, that's like, a pretty but... that's a pretty Tony Stark style move. Yeah. <laughs> so they do like, have uh, Sherlock Holmes three in pre production. So it looks like he may oh. be returning to that role. Mm-hmm. And then he's credited. I know he's been as pushing Mexican that for a long time. stranger in a movie called All Star Weekend. Mexican. Stranger, I'm intrigued. Star Weekend. Isn't that the, is that John Cena's movie? Is it John Cena in that one? I I guess we'll never uh, see it. I don't uh, think so. Gerard Butler, Benicio <laughs> del Toro, Jamie Fox. Okay, it's not the one I'm. Snoop Dogg, Jeremy Piven. Honestly, it sounds it's directed it sounds like by a, Jamie Fox. Sounds like a pretty yeah. dope movie. So and far. written by. Interesting. So it's probably gonna suck. And guys, it has uh, a Mexican stranger in it, so I can't go wrong. Well, Jamie Foxx and Robert Downey Jr. are friends, so after that one uh movie they did together. That one crazy party in Hollywood. No, just sure. a movie? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't know their lives, but I know they did a movie together. Um because like Jamie Foxx played like a, a challenged uh, homeless man and who could play piano, and uh, and Ray. Robert Downey Jr. was the man who saved him. So classic, oh, classic storyline. Okay. Yeah, there's another one. There's another one. <laughs> or was it a vi- he? It was either piano. He could play an instrument very well. It may have not been a piano. Mm. Okay. Um, and I don't really care to look it up. So. Uh, <laughs> What else we got going on in the world uh, out there? Um, you, you, you said there were yeah, some. I mean, uh, Ted Lasso season two started yeah. last week, episode one. Yeah, uh, sure did. Zach, have you seen Ted Lasso? Have you watched this show? First season? No, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. So it's Jason no. Sudeikis playing not Jason Sudeikis. Uh, and yes, it, yes. I, I say that yes. like very purposefully because like I'm not a huge fan of Jason Sudeikis. I think he's super typecast. He always plays a dick. And this character that he is portraying is basically like the nicest, most like endearing character who is a college football coach that gets like hired by this British woman who wants to destroy her ex-husband's football, uh, uh, like uh, soccer, team. But football uh, team uh, and a football company. And like basically just wants to destroy it. And so she hires this like American to come in and it is the funniest show. And like his character, just like everybody like falls to his whims, just like the way he perceives himself, the way he goes about himself. Um, it is fantastic. It's I, I, I like want to be this, this character, <laughs> it's so good. but, but you already are. So you're, you're doing really well for yourself. It's one of those. Well, I you. didn't, I really didn't think that I was going to um, enjoy the show that much. So it took me, until just like a few weeks ago to finally watch it and go and go through the first season. And I loved it. I'm a big fan of Jason Sudeikis because he sucks so much in most of his movies. <laughs> it's like, you just kind of know to expect that he's going to be a, a horrible person. Um, actually just last weekend I watched hall pass, which is probably <laughs> one of his douchiest characters. Um, him and Owen oh, Wilson are just awful. Movie. It's so yeah. bad. It's so bad, but you know, it was, I laughed a lot anyway. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed Ted Lasso and I'm excited for the second season. 
It's on Apple so TV. I, I watched, for... Yeah, I watched the first episode. It was it was good. It's literally uh, my problem with it. I hope that is this is just a refrain, like a reprise to get people back into it because um, it's very much like the first season. Like like I find it very written literally the same. I hope it evolves a little bit more. Um, I I don't know. That's how I felt. It was still good, but I have, I feel like it, I hope it evolves over the next few episodes that we see we are introducing they have introduced a new character and all that stuff but uh i mean it is going to be hard too like with the having the same characters to really evolve but um is, I, I don't think that that they won't i think they will evolve over it and i'm hopeful for it yeah um especially after being nominated for an unprecedented 20 emmys um it's crazy so which is like almost every part of it being nominated for something so post pre post production pre production you know everything so that's it's crazy for a show to get that kind of praise um, all i, all show I really care sorry. about sorry all i really care about about the second season is that roy is still playing on the team because like i'm hella obsessed with roy uh so well well i, I can't tell you on the team but I'll he's, say he's, he's there. Around. He exists. But he's still there. He he's still on the show. Okay, he's still on the on. show. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he's like he's still a writer. Like he writes on the show too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget um, his name. Brent something or Brett something. Brett something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, I follow him on Instagram now. So. But uh, you know. yeah, it's it's it will be interesting to see where they some of these characters develop to, um, past to what we've already seen them develop into. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like a character like Roy who. We oh. saw a huge de- like development from the beginning to the end. He grew so like, much. What else can we really see from him um, develop into? But we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Uh, another Apple Plus show that I, I was told to watch and I was discovered is called, uh, I can't even say it properly, but Schmigadoon. 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 Dune or Schmig? You gotta say it with more Schmig. It's Schmigadoon. Well, I have a problem with my uh, <laughs> speaking. So, never anyways, noticed that I've never noticed that before. Um, basically, the premise of the show is on a backpacking trip designed to reinvigorate their relationship. A couple discovers a magical town living in the 1940s musical. In a 1940s musical, sorry. Uh, they then learn that they can't leave until they find true love. <laughs> you started watching that uh yeah it's so uh, but only because what? it's only because uh keegan michael key's in it like he's one of the main yeah. he's the main star uh oh. with uh with uh what's her name oh gosh um sicily strong from snl um they're the two main characters and mm-hmm. uh it's actually it's actually actually pretty funny sometimes it's, it's pretty good yeah <laughs> it's funny I how watched... like they're standing there in the town and like there's a whole dance number going on because it's like these people are living in a musical and they don't even know they're living yeah. in a musical and they're like reacting as if like why are you singing and dancing the people are looking at them like what are you, why are you yeah, not they think singing and dancing yeah they think they're <laughs> actors at first and stuff and it's just like yeah oh ray great songs like what song because they don't know that they're singing <laughs> Yeah. Um and like it's got a good talent in there. You got like uh like again like Cecily Strong, Keegan Michael mm-hmm. Keel, uh Dove Cameron, Aaron Tavet from like uh, if you watch Les Mis, he was in that. Um Ariana DeBose from uh, Her- uh Hamilton and Prom. She's gonna be in the West Side story. Uh Alan Cummings is in it. Um Martin Short, he plays uh Leprechaun. Martin Short, he's he's in an episode, yeah. 
Yep. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth's in there. Fred Armiston. It's got a big cast for the most yeah, part. It does. Um, and it's actually pretty funny uh, for what they get away with. So uh, we'll see how it keeps going. I think. Uh, have you watched it all? Yeah, I'm. I'm fully caught up right now. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting to see where they go. I've, there's only six episodes for the show, so easy to catch up on. Oh, I said, uh, give it a watch. There, you said there's only three seasons of the show. Three oh, one, so three far. episodes so far. One season, three episodes. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that that makes show. more sense oh. than how Matt is all caught up because I'm pretty sure you just told us about it this week. <laughs> you so. told us about it like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're only half an hour episodes. It's really quick to get through. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 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 All yeah, right. yeah. All right. Basically, they're two doctors that are in a relationship. Um, and it's funny because it's the 1940s and they don't believe she could be a doctor. So I'm truly shocked that. that, Alex, that you like this show just based on um the premise that you told us so that uh it's well like it's basically i, I like keegan mike key steals the show because it's how i would react to a lot of stuff oh okay <laughs> i agree um <laughs> so it'd be like all right like let's relax here like it just gets to like it gets to a lot of stuff that's just funny and i like keegan mike key in most things he does so mm-hmm. yeah. um so yeah noise um check it out I think uh, that's pretty much what we got. Uh, well, Zach, do you got anything you want to push, promote, sell? I mean... <laughs> um, sure. So I, I help co-manage this uh, small little like record label within like the, the region here. It's called Pink Lemonade Records. You can check us out on Instagram or on Facebook or hopefully at a show like coming soon since the world is not like ending Yay! anymore. Hey, uh, music! <laughs> multi-genre label so lots of like really neat acts uh, lots of like incoming things that you see over the next little while really really fun uh want to see some dumb like video game photos not for yourself more than anything instagram.com brownish problems Excellent. Right, you can see the dumb things that i get on a dumb basis because i just <laughs> waste my time and look for dumb shit because i got time well wasted in my opinion oh man over the last year and a half all the money that i would spend on concerts just got shifted into dumb buying <laughs> yeah. and you can walk you can walk into my dumb world other than that thank you for having me on it's been fun thanks for joining us yeah. zach it's awesome uh love to have a fourth voice in here every now and then and uh happy to say it was yours this week yeah thanks for joining us thanks for being part of uh this whatever we call this is it is what it is i guess it's but we don't want to call it that apparently <laughs> i think we're gonna rename the podcast it is what it is you guys didn't want to do it i get it it's fine honestly it. i'll do it i'll life. do it um given to peer pressure ram uh i don't my really know what's saying. coming out it's coming out this week so i don't think there's anything coming out this week so you know Anyways, for the listeners, let us know what you're uh, what you're watching. Let us know if there's anything you want us to watch. Uh, let us know what your thoughts on any of these of uh, Super Mario World or Super Mario Bros, Bros. whatever the hell it's called. It's the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, we would love <laughs> to hear our listeners. Greatest movie of all time. I, I feel like otherwise. I feel like a lot of our listeners have probably seen it because they're maybe our friends slosh around the same age as us. So uh, I would love to hear others' opinions on this because clearly we are divided about fifty fifty. Well. Mm-hmm. Matt didn't see it, but I feel like he would feel uh, similarly to Alex. Um, I know when um, so. I when I, after we moved, my, when my family moved um, to Waterloo, uh, my, when I was living with my brother and my mom, she, he had the VHS tape of it. Oh boy! Uh, like 
sealed and i don't know if it was sealed but he had it for a good copy i may have ruined it i don't know right, let's, let's <laughs> like, i hate this let's movie. find this copy <laughs> <laughs> but he does have a, if you have a vhs player i'm sure he'll lend it to you if he still has it unless he gave it to somebody i do have it. a vhs player so we're gonna do this so we'll figure that out all right boys and girls thank you we'll see you next week and have a good one bye bye